Hey, welcome back to the Big Red Zone. We are very excited for today's show. Remember, new episodes come out every Wednesday. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the like button on this video as well as all our other videos. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter as well as TikTok at Big Red Zone and tell a friend. Today is a basketball episode. It was All-Star Weekend, which means we're a little over halfway through the NBA season. So we'll break down this weekend. Uh, get our reactions to it. I know it's not the most popular event, but we'll talk about that. Uh, also predict how the Celtics going to do down the stretch. And as always, the people's topic. This is the Big Red Zone. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Big Red Zone. I'm your host, Big Red. As always, I'm joined by Danny Football. How you doing, Big Red? Oh, doing well, doing well. Uh, fresh off a 30-point win with Varsity over the fre- weekend. Fre- fresh off a big W. Uh, led the uh, Varsity team to a nice victory to close out their season. And now we await uh, some se- seeding going into the playoffs. So There we go. There we go. Retiring, retiring 1-0 and as a... Uh, <laughs> Now, undefeated. as a uh, as a varsity coach, I I do want to. We were t- kind of talking about it before we hit record. retired, retired Reti- as a retired varsity coach. I, I do yeah. want to get your two cents on uh, the Juwan Howard Michigan Wisconsin. Incident. Yeah, we kind of hit on it, but I wanted to know what what you got now that the uh, mics are on. It was kind of kind of wild of a situation. Like, and the funny thing was, as living through the channels and. I got to start. I, this is usually the time I start like watching a lot of college basketball to kind of, I like college basketball, but you know, football season just totally takes over my, uh, you know, the winter months. Uh, so I don't get to watch a lot of it. So this is like to prepare for March madness is when I start watching it. I actually flipped on that game and saw, you know, Michigan was up or whatever. And, um, then I just kind of flipped through it. I w- didn't watch much. I didn't really see how it got level, but yeah, I mean, going through the lines, uh, Juwan Howard says something to the other coach and then the coach of, um, what was Wisconsin. the other team? Wisconsin grabs him by the arm. He doesn't want to be grabbed, which he shouldn't. I don't blame him. I would tell him to get off me too. And then obviously the rest is history. You know, Juwan Howard, throws a punch. At, uh, I don't want to call it a punch. It should be like an open hand slap yeah to, and, uh, yeah kind of just smacked them yeah smacked the uh and i think it was the graduate assistant coach it wasn't even like uh wasn't no, even it was head not coach, coach no it was just a guy that was trying to get in there uh and then obviously the it all goes crazy um i think that's more frustration those two teams you know are you like last year were in the march madness bracket or in march madness they're both like i think they're both unranked uh having a tough year uh, obviously frustrated and Javon Howard's frustrated after that loss. Uh, and I, 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 you shouldn't grab the other coach. I mean, you want to say something through the line. I mean, I, Javon Howard said something, like I said before, said something and then started walking away, which is my biggest pet peeve. If you're going to say something, stand there and take the, <laughs> like, take the brunt of what you just said. He just took it, said something, took his ball and went home. Like he didn't say, he didn't stay there and be like, that was like, that was a little messed up. Right. And I believe me, I've been in at the end of like, not like in coaching in the last like few years, I've been on both sides of that where my team had just like been blown out and the other team was running it up. And you had to say like, yeah, what was up with that? Right. right. The other co- you know, you kind of just agree, like talk about it. And you're like, you know, usually one says, you know, sorry about that. And I've been on the other side where my team ran it up and I felt embarrassed and I stayed there and I was like, I'm sorry. That, right. was, that wasn't to, right. Yeah. I take the, the lump. The yeah. You that. take the lump and you don't just say something like, Hey, you know, that was messed up and walk away. So I think they're, I think it's just a big mess of a situation. You should never put your hands on anyone, both sides. Like you shouldn't grab the other coach. Uh, no matter what the circumstance, and you shouldn't punch another coach, a nameless, faceless guy, too. Right, right. Uh, you shouldn't punch anyone, but <laughs> I think it's I just, it's just like funny that you just open it and slap the guy that no one will probably ever know in this right. lifetime. Um, but I don't know. It was just a big mess. I think both sides are in the wrong. I think both coaches deserve a suspension. 
because um, they both instigated the situation. Even as much as Juwan Howard said, that's what instigated the situation was the grab. He instigated it as well. Right. And he sure tried to fit, didn't like just, you know, be the responsible person and walk away. Uh, so they both deserve uh, that graduate assistant, whoever that is, he should be punished too. Cause he's a, he's a bum. Let's just get in the <laughs> middle of it. I've been an, I've been an assistant coach for a long time too. And I'm like, those people is meant to calm the, like calm the team down and separate. They shouldn't be instigating it too, like adding on, adding, not instigating, but adding on to it. So I think those three need to be uh, punished. I mean, there was another couple of players telling punches too. So they'll have to clean it out. It was a big mess. It was totally unnecessary too. Cause I, yeah. all it had to be is like both coaches say like that was, me- I, I don't even know what led to it, to be honest with you. Do you know what? Cause I, I didn't think, watch the game. I think the big thing was um, Wisconsin was up big. I think they had the reserves in too, at this point, they were up big, had the reserves in uh, Michigan was still pressing with like 20 seconds left. Wisconsin took a timeout instead of just running, letting the clock run. And I think that's what really, um, yeah, I think that's what really got Howard going was the timeout, even though, yeah, I mean, if you dude, if you're pressing when you're down big, just let the game end. Like if you want, if you're going to be mad about a timeout extending the game, you're kind of extending the game yourself by pressing. So yeah, my, my, my take on it was it doesn't look good for either side. And if, if it's going to be between, Hey, a press and a late timeout, then it looks like it's kind of on both teams. Yeah. Um, it, it obviously looks worse for Howard. He's the head coach. You know, you're brought in to kind of be the, you're supposed to be the leader of the team. You know, you're, you're, yeah. these are a bunch of college kids. You're a former Michigan player yourself. They kind of look up to you. You're a legend there. And to lose your cool that easily, man, it's just not a good look. So I, I think he's definitely going to get the worst of the brunt. Yeah, I, I, but that's like, I would never to call a timeout in that situation if I was up really big. But then again, if your team is pressing, you're trying hard and they just turn the, if my team, if you're pressing my team and I'm up big and you press them and we get three straight turnovers, I'm going to call a timeout and help these guys that don't normally play exactly, and figure out exactly. what to do. That, that was kind of the argument was these are a bunch of bench guys. They probably don't know how to break a press. So that's why you call the timeout. So I think, yeah. I think it's just a bunch of unfortunate miscommunications that led to a really unfortunate incident where, you know, now you're running the risk of some of these kids getting suspended over the coaches having a beef. But I just think it, I don't think that has anything to do with that. I think it's Michigan is upset that they're doing so poorly this year. They're unranked. They, you know, they're, they beat a couple, um, I mean, they beat Purdue, which was a good win because Purdue's number four in the country. Uh, but they lost to Ohio State, ranked 22 in the last four games. I'm just looking at they lost to Ohio State and they lost to Wisconsin, who is 13. So it's like I just think that's frustration. And I think it's, like you said, a very unfortunate and that really didn't have to didn't. It seems totally unnecessary. Yeah, Acting, I, I think if if anything, this is kind of just a kind of a summation of the season, like Michigan struggling. They probably wanted to show that they're not just rolling over and dying, but this isn't the way to do it, man. Yeah. So some, there'll probably be suspensions, which is deserved. Uh, but I think it's not, I wouldn't say um, Wisconsin is like this innocent person no, either. I no, think they need no. to be punished as well. Uh, moving on to the NBA, it was all-star weekend. I'll be honest, Danny football. I'm going to have been, uh, I'm going to be a little bit negative here. I'm not a big fan of all-star weekend. I think it's like a total waste of time. I hate the, the old, the best part about the whole thing is watching the celebrity uh, basketball game, because at least you get to see some people like that. You know, you get to see machine gun Kelly D up miles Garrett, (laughs) which is hilarious. So uh, I actually, Going into this year, the skills day was my favorite of the two days, but this year the skills competition stunk, not skills competition, but the, you know, the, the, format. Uh, the Saturday, um, all-star Saturday was awful. Like it was not enjoyable, but uh, what is your general reaction to just all-star weekend in general? Are you a fan of it? Or are you? So I used to be a huge all-star weekend guy. Like slam, I was big on the slam dunk contest, three point contest skills challenge. 
even the celebrity game, if there are people I know, I, I tend to like watching that. Um, not a, I'm not a huge all-star game guy, but I do like the festivities leading up to it. So it's been kind of fun. Um, that being said, obviously the last couple of years with, you know, the dunk contest is clearly, clearly a shell of itself. The three point contest, I think is still fun. Um, it was, not, it was cool watching cat win it last night. Um, it's a record or two, or two nights ago. Um, so I think the three point contest, I don't want to say it's, you know, bulletproof, but you don't have to worry about. Oh, they've done that dunk before, or you know, we've seen this that dunk but a different way, or the, it's just guys shooting threes and who can hit the most threes in the most amount of time. It, it it's it's easy, it's simple, and it's it's not broken. So, and I'd argue that's the best event of the yes. last. Like it's been the best event of the last. Like yes. pro- if you had to say the best five years, it's been the most exciting and most oh, uh, inter- entertaining it, event. I, I'm I might I'm sure I'm wrong. I think there was at least one, but. Dunk contest wise, there hasn't been a really good one since 2016 when Zach Levine and um, ah, why am I Gordon? Uh, this Eric Gordon. I, I, I don't know why I was, thought it was his first name. Eric Gordon. That was probably the, that was the last like very memorable dunk contest is when those two were going at it. Um, I'm sure there was one after that. I I, I think there was, but that's the one that kind of sticks out to me. That, but again, that was what six years ago and. I'm kind of I I'm scraping the barrel to think if there's a good one between then and now. So the dunk contest obviously has its issues. They've messed around <laughs> with the format with all right, we we're gonna do a panel of judges. We're gonna do fan vote. We're gonna do this. All right, now it's a tournament. Now it's this. Now it's that. So I think the dunk contest is man, like it has so much history. I would hate to see it go. But we may have discussed this last year. Maybe it's a case where you kind of shut it down, see if you can get some stars to do it down the line and maybe bring it back in a year or two if you can get a good cast of characters to do it. But I think the dunk contest is kind of shot at this point. Um, this year's celebrity game, I did get a kick out of. I, I do like MGK um, as kind of a crazy character as he is. Um, I was I was big on his last album, so... It was just hilarious to watch him brick shots all night long. And then he hacks Miles Garrett because he can't play defense on him. And then uh, my guy Jack threw it down. Right. And then my guy Jack Harlow was having a day. He drops a new single and then he debuts Kawhi Leonard's new shoes at the celebrity game. And he's drilling like deep threes, layups. (laughs) He's making an outlet pass to Miles Garrett for a dunk. So I thought it was an entertaining celebrity game, but. It's just sad for me because I was such a big dunk contest guy that I hate to see where it's at. Do you know who won the MVP? Of the All-Star game? Of the celebrity game. Who oh, it was um it was the Peloton trainer. Alex. Yeah, yeah. What did they uh what did they do? Was it, was it, was what did it, he do? Was it, I didn't even I didn't I didn't see, I didn't get his stat line. I was too busy worried about Jack Harlow. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to that. Uh, he scored eighteen points. Right. Team Walton. Okay. All right. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I agree. I think the celebrity game. I think was more enjoyable when Kevin Hart was doing it. I think that was like he made <laughs> Kevin Hart made it a spectacle of the All Star game. Like he really like he like made it a thing. Like I don't think the celebrity game was a big deal before he did it because he was just so funny doing it and promoted it and uh, it was like you wanted to watch to see how you would do there, it there have definitely been some years where they didn't have anyone to do it and it was just god awful but they've, yeah. they have done a better job of the last couple of years of getting a good kind of roster together yeah and um the dunk contest i think what you said is correct it's like there hasn't been a good one since 2016 they like they really i think the dunk contest died when they didn't give aaron gordon a perfect score to have him have a chance to win that was that that yeah man i mean because that kept him from doing it again exactly exactly like you didn't they rob him twice didn't he do it again the next year and they robbed him again no, after 2016, he said, I'm done. I think they robbed him a little bit in 2015. Oh, and then 2016 okay, was like, was. 
2016 was like you gotta the, be shitting me like come on yeah that, that was awful okay and he said i'll never do it again gotcha. like i'm not yeah. gonna that, not that gonna was a huge it. mistake i mean in hindsight i don't know what their feelings are but you drove out one of your better dunkers because you couldn't just give him the goddamn trophy so and it was like zach levine won the year before you had aaron gordon if you gave aaron gordon the victory in 2016 which not give him he deserved it it was right, an unbelievable right. dunk then you set up a and trilogy then, the next year and then it yeah, it sets up a trilogy for the year. And that's after. honestly when the dunk contest is at its best. Like you remember when Nate Robinson and Dwight Howard were just going back and forth, man? That's right. That's really what makes a dunk contest is don't get me wrong, you you want to get stars in there, but if you can get two guys who just go blow for blow with dunks, that's what really gets it going. I I understand you want to have as many guys in there as possible just to make it fun, but Dude, maybe even next year, if they're like, hey, it's fucking, I don't know, man, like Zion and John Morant. You're telling me people aren't going to tune in to watch those two go head-to-head in a dunk contest? I am. Shit. I think they need to bring in more star power. Because, like, when we think about when the dunk contest was huge, you think about, he's not a big star, but, like you said, Nate Robinson, Dwight Howard was huge. It wasn't so much that Nate Uh, Robinson was a big star, but, like, he made his name in the dunk contest. I look, I'm looking at this list. Uh, Vince Carter, like Vince Carter was a Vince big name. Carter, Kobe, MJ, Kobe Bryant, Dominique yeah. Wilkins, uh, Spud Webb, all those guys. Yeah. Like they, they got consistent guys to even Blake almost, Griffin, Blake even Griffin. Blake you, could, Griffin. you could almost make the argument that LeBron being too big for the dunk contest is what killed the dunk contest. Right. They had John Wall. John Wall won the dunk contest, which is kind of, I don't remember him winning. I don't remember that. Wow, I did not know that. This list has him winning in 2014, huh. the year before Zach Levine. I don't remember John Morant definitely should be doing it. I don't know why he is. Yeah. Either. I'd love to see Jalen Brown in it. I'd like to see Jalen Brown in it as a fan, but as a Celtics fan, I don't want him to do it because it, it's just unnecessary risk. Well, that's why they it. don't do it. That's why they don't yeah. do it. But I'd like to see... Um, I'd love to see Dwight Howard get one more kick at it. <laughs> just bring him out one more time. They did it last year. Maybe, it was kind of funny. Maybe it was height. Maybe they do. Maybe they can do a thing where it's all it's maybe the whole field is just former, former winners. I don't know. Maybe you kind of do that and see if that kind of gets it going. But I agree. Like you should be able to get some sort of name recognition out of this, man. You should be able to get the John Morantz or the Zion. I don't think I don't want to see. I don't think I don't want to see Obi Toppin winning it. Right. I love Obi Toppin. I don't right. want to see him winning the dunk contest. At Anfrey, Anfrey, Anthony Simmons. Can you name what team he plays for? No. Yeah, he won it last year. It's like I don't uh, know who this guy is. I want to see Rob Williams maybe do it. I, I mean, these are Celtics, but even like, I don't know, man. You, I like I mentioned Jaw, maybe even. I don't know. I'm trying to think like Luca should be doing this thing. Like you should be getting the stars of the game doing like playing these games. I don't, I don't understand like Cade Cunningham or if he wasn't hurt, maybe like a, um, I don't know. It's, it, it sucks. I, you want to be able to get more guys in this. I'm just trying to think of like more younger guys because I feel like this older generation of stars just aren't interested. If you put John Morant, Zion, uh, Zach Levine and bring back Aaron Gordon. That would be like That's an unbelievable an easy, sell. easy yeah. sell. Easy. Or you could do the young guns versus the veterans. Like you could like if you wanted to like separate up like like separate it like do the um do the uh what is it called um the bracket style put legends on one side and um veteran uh young guns on the other side. You could have John Morant Zion. Derek Jones Jr. and maybe throw someone else in there from four. And then yeah, I, I, mean, I know you, you don't really do four. You got four. options, but dude, I think even if you throw John Morant in there, he has more name recognition than any of the guys that did it this year. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing is if they can get one or two big name guys to do it, I think that'll kind of inject some life into it. But another thing is, man, is that you do this dunk contest for as long as they've been doing it at a certain point, you kind of run out of dunks. So I, I don't know. I don't know really how they fix this unless you just go to more prop dunks, gimmick dunks. I don't know. Cause you can only watch so many guys try to pull off the Jordan free throw line dunk before it's like, all right, now 
is someone just going to jump from the three point line at this point or what? Well, do we remember when like like I think of Donovan Mitchell won it a few years ago and he did the Black Panther thing and like he had, you know, Black Panther come out. He did it in the uh, the, you know, he did the Black Panther type dunk, like he theme dunk. That like and right. I think back to when did Space Jam when he when Space he Jam. Dwight Howard did Superman. Like there was all these theme dunks. Blake Griffin jumped over a car. <laughs> it was like you did like gimmick gimmick dunks where you would like the first one was never gimmicky. It was just kind of like your first, like, like, oh, that was a crazy dunk. Right. And then and after that, you put his fucking arm in the rim. Like, that was nuts. Yeah. It's like you need. I think I think they need more of like a. Not a storyline, but they need more of like a gimmick. I think gimmicks is more. I think that's a fair way to say it. They need something that's going to add some theatrics to it. I think theatrics is more. The word that right. like, can you imagine if, if at the time LeBron came out and just like put a crown on, dunked over like dunked over a like a throne or something, then it's like, all right, dude, you jumped over a chair, but you know people are gonna go crazy, like, oh, King James dunked over a throne and he was wearing a crown and a cape and a, he was holding a scepter yeah. in the other hand. Yeah. It, you, you have know. someone like Shaq sitting in the in the throne and be like, you jumped over Shaq in a chair yeah and like, like something like that that would be hilarious and it would be like it would be like you, get everyone it, going i don't want i mean i couldn't don't get me wrong i couldn't dunk if my life depended on it like if you put a gun to my head i'm not dunking on anything maybe a six foot rim blake griffin's dunk wasn't that impressive on paper he didn't no. go. He didn't even go over the long part of the car. He went over the shortest, <laughs> yeah, length of the car. But people ate that shit up. So yeah. it doesn't even need to be a logistical, impressive, a logistically impressive dunk. It just needs to look cool. Yeah. Like, uh, listen, Dwight Howard jumping who over Taco. Who was that? Was that Gordon? I think that was Gordon. Aaron Gordon, he right? Didn't, I think it and was Aaron Gordon. And he didn't win. That's the one he got robbed yeah. of. Like, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like, the dude dunked over Taco goddamn fall. So yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah. That's, why, that's why I bring up the, the, the Griffin dunk. Like, yeah, he jumped over a car, but, you know, that's a three-foot-wide car. So it's one thing, but well, I, like, I, think I agree. About, I agree. I think, they, I think they definitely need to kind of, like, inject your personality or whatever you got going on. Like if you got a nickname or this is your brand, like let's just inject that into it instead of, I can only watch so many guys lob it from the three point line, grab it and then re- like reverse bend the knee dunk. Even Aaron Gordon, like Aaron Gordon brought that, uh, the mascot on yeah, to the, do the, 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 the magic spin. mascot. Yeah. Hold this. And then he dunked over and, like three people. Then he dunked over yeah. taco, which is perfect. I mean, yeah, people went crazy for the taco dunk and, Really, all he did was just jump over one guy. Not that, but he was he, also right. It's a, it's seven, a to, well. That's what I'm saying. It's the tall. tallest player in the league, but on paper, it's not like all right. I'm gonna do a 720 between the leg reverse, yeah, yeah. like sl- tomahawk slam. No, give me the tallest guy here. I'm gonna jump over him. Easy. Yeah. It's impressive. I think that the bounce, like how people get impressed, is like if you have a gimmick, you like if you jump super high like when dwight howard uh dunked on like a 12 foot or 15 foot yes, rim. i forget yes, what it was like, like that's impressive it, it's it's visually impressive for them to bring out a whole other hoop that's clearly taller than the other one and he just dunks anyway yeah yeah so they need to i think they need star power and they need a little more pizzazz from the players that are going to be doing this so we'll have to see uh underrated dunk i'm just gonna say it is the uh gerald green uh cupcake dunk when he blew up the candle underrated. oh that was that was definitely a cool underrated dunk. dunk same thing like it's like it's not that like crazy but it's I, like a little bit i mean i i i didn't i wasn't even gonna i wasn't even thinking about it but all the dude did was put a lit cupcake on the fucking backboard all he had to do was blow it out that's all he did that's that's it no don't get me wrong i'm sure it's hard to do but yeah Again, the dude didn't have to go crazy. He just did a dunk, but he happened to blow out a candle while he did it. Yeah. It's it's just adding stuff to it that is makes it better. And like I said, the three-point contest, I think, has been... I don't think you... I would touch that 
No, I think you have it perfect. You added the four point or the three point ball, uh, the Sprite money ball, which is like, that's kind of cool to see them hit the, like a really deep shot, which is part of the NBA now. Um, so I, I, I like it the way it is. I like how they're integrating big guys into it. Like they did with the skills competition. They're starting to bring in the big guys shooting threes. Like that was entertaining to see cap win the three point contest. That's pretty impressive and pretty awesome to see mm. him light it up. So Celeb game, I think, you know, that is what it is. I kind of like it. Uh, the Rising Stars cha- uh, game, I mean, that that they kind of t- tinkered it. I don't wa- I'm not going to watch it no matter what they do. So leave that alone. The skills competition, I think, is good. Uh, the dunk contest needs a lot of work, and the three-point contest, I wouldn't touch. So, like, if we're looking at everything leading up to the game, I think they need to work on the dunk contest the most because that was like once the best event of All Star Weekend, and now it's just is. Dude, I, man, I can I remember as a kid like that was appointment viewing. That was like we, me and my brothers had to watch the dunk contest, had to, and everyone would talk about it the next day. Like you had to watch. Dude, I remember it it was Dwight Howard and Nate Robinson. Man, that was middle school. That was, dude. Can you believe he? He threw the ball and he didn't even dunk it. He just chucked yeah. it in. It was nuts. Yeah. So uh, as far as the all-star game, I think it's awful. I don't like the all-star game. This one was a little bit better because it was closer. Uh, but, you know, it, it's how many points everyone, no one plays defense. It's just until like the last two minutes. It's, it's like, it's the pro bowl, man. It's yeah. the pro bowl. It's we're not playing defense. Everyone's going to get their shit in. Now, I didn't even bother watching it, man. I didn't yeah. even bother watching it. Uh, and then people, it's like the Pro Bowl. People don't even play in it. Like, right, Katie right. wasn't in it. Uh, a lot of guys sat out of it. Uh, so, I don't know. Wasn't the most enjoyable thing, but hey, Jason Tatum got made it. So, <laughs> that's the Jason Tatum. Two-year starter. In it's the a, is, honestly, at this point, dude, the All-Star game exists just so guys can get paid more money on their contract. So, yeah. And it gives, it's like, Gives them a gives everyone a break, and uh, right. the NBA can still make money. Um, the other part of All Star Weekend that was probably the most enjoyable part about it was um, I don't know if they announced it for the weekend, but it they honored the all time top 75, which was actually 76 players, um, because they had a tie and one extra player made it. So it was the top 76 players of all time. They all met with their jackets and uh, some players didn't make make it. Like Larry Bird wasn't there. Um, uh, Bill Russell wasn't there. Um, uh, Scotty Pippen wasn't there. There was a couple guys that weren't there. Uh, but it was kind of cool to see all those legends there at the All Star Game. You know, you got to see uh, that picture with uh, Jason Tatum with Robert Parrish, Kevin McHale, yep. Paul Pierce, KG. KG yep. Uh, posted on our Instagram at Big Red Zone. Uh, so it was it was enjoyable to see that. It was cool to see everyone come together. It was cool to see you know the interaction between like Michael Jordan and Luca seeking out Luca to say hello. Right, right. Him and uh, LeBron say you know uh, it was it was enjoyable to see that. And uh, that was probably the best part of the whole All Star Weekend for me was the top seventy five. Yeah, I think that was the cool thing. They were all doing like photos as team legends or current current players as well because i know lebron did a lakers picture um i did see a tweet that was like i'll never get over the fact that there's one player that's not in this picture and that's gonna hurt me forever obviously that's kobe kobe should be definitely still be here and be able to be partaking in all these things so um but i did think it was cool that they kind of like all separated out by like team they all did that and then obviously they honored all 75 76 of them so i think that was definitely a cool part i think i think it's kind of taking a page out of the NFL's playbook where like they did the NFL 100 and stuff like that. I think, I think this was a good move. Yeah. Um, looking at it, is there anyone that you're surprised made it? Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm not surprised, but Giannis being on there, just, you know, he's still like, I'd argue he hasn't even hit his prime yet. Maybe you can argue he's, he's entering his prime, but it's crazy to think that in just a short time he's been in the league, he's already top 75, which he, he is, but just, you know, when you think top 75, you think like, all right, these are definitely guys who aren't still either is not still playing or not named LeBron James. 
Um, yeah. So Giannis already getting that honor is crazy, but uh, I do agree with it. Um, obviously, like I like to see Bob Cousy on there, old school guy. Curry a thousand times deserved yeah. to be on there. Well, um, th- it's funny you mentioned because like there was eleven active players on the seventy six of the seventy six players. You mentioned Giannis, you mentioned Steph, which obviously you know Giannis Dame, is a, yeah. Uh, Dame's on there. Dame's an interesting one, dude. I don't know. He's he's an interesting. He's unbelievable. He's nails. He's one of the best players in the league. There's some names that we'll talk about that weren't left that were left off the list. I don't know if I put Dame on that list yet, but anyways, Dame was on there. Um, Carmelo Anthony, yeah, he's like top ten in scoring. You know, long. I career. think I think a big part of oh well, it is an NBA seventy five medals. I wonder how much like the Syracuse national championship and just being nails on the Olympic teams may have helped his case. Yeah. Russ Westbrook is kind of a, uh, well, I don't know. He, I mean, he know, won the two MVPs. Yeah. He's average got a triple double. So double twice, maybe, maybe I'm being too hard. He's on like, him. he's like on the bubble for me. Uh, never won a championship. Same thing with Lillard. Uh, Anthony Davis, I think is a question mark. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, man. I mean, Outside of that bubble championship, he he really hasn't delivered much. And really, he didn't do anything for this Lakers team. Like, everyone thought he was going to come and be this, like, all-star He's supposed next to be to the LeBron. second guy, dude. He's supposed to be – and he's supposed to be the successor to whenever LeBron leaves, and I don't know if that's going to be the case. Yeah. I, James I just, Harden's another one. Like, I get, you know, his, his prime was, like, good, good, good basketball, but that's another guy who hasn't really accomplished too much. Yeah, he's won, he's won an MVP or – Two, he win one or two. Or yeah, at least Kevin Durant's won some championships. He's yeah, clearly, that's what I'm saying. He's clearly been the best player in the league at a certain point. You know, it sucks that he got injured, but yeah, like Kevin Garnett be- was a generational talent. Uh, yeah, LeBron I James think- is you people argue is the greatest of all time. Jason Great. Kidd, like you can't yeah. tell, you can't tell the story of the point guard position without Jason Kidd. Kawhi Leonard, man. He's won two championships. He, he has, went to he, he went has, to Toronto and he, made them a championship team. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's an MVP in the in the finals with I think guys I like think Tim Duncan. My but only again, knock on, my only knock on him has been the last couple of years and availability. But yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. He did lead a Toronto team. He did he dragged that Toronto team to that championship man on his back. Yeah, and he has a couple defensive player of the year award. Yeah, I think he has a defensive player of the year award. Uh, I think he is, but I think he is towards the bottom of that 76. You know, I don't think he's like, he's not for me a slam dunk seven. I think he is on that team. I put Kawhi on that list. I do love that uh, Dennis Rodman made this. Yeah, I think it's well deserved. Um, Yeah, I think. Maybe underrated is not the right word because I do feel like he's been getting more and more props as the years go on and people really look back at his game and understand what he really brought to it. But even in the last dance, like that dude's – I know people rag on him for being like a kind of an out-there guy, but that dude's basketball IQ was almost second to none. Like that guy knew his stuff. I don't think people realize how high his basketball IQ was. They knew he was like a scrappy no. yeah. defensive it was player. Always, yeah, you, he was, but he was a tough smart. guy. But to hear him kind of break down like how he would practice tipping the ball for rebounds was insane. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely one of the all-time greats, and I'm happy he made it. I, like I said, I probably wouldn't put Damian Lillard on this list, and I love Damian Lillard. Uh, Russell Westbrook is a questionable pick for me. James Harden is a questionable pick for me. Anthony Davis is questionable. Uh, I I think Giannis is even kind of questionable because it's until questionable. Like, but I, if I can just, see it, if you said, "Hey, we're just putting him on here because we know for a fact in the next ten years he's going to be insane," I get that. But I mean, it, it it's kind of, it almost does seem premature. But I do understand why they did it. I mean, if we're going to say he's, he's going to be in the, so much in such a small amount of time. I mean, if we're going to say that, why not say Jason Tatum's on the top 76 of all time? Uh, Tatum needs an MVP and a ring. That's true. I love Jason Tatum, but the unfortunate. No, I, I don't think he is. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think, he, but I think he could be. He oh, he definitely, he definitely be. could be. If you, but that's the thing is 
Giannis has arguably put together a put together a career worth of accomplishments in just however long he's been in the league. I don't know how he's been in the right. league, but there are like Russell Westbrook, James Harden. There are guys who have the same credentials as Giannis, but that's over their entire career, which is twice as long as Giannis is. Yeah. So I can't, I, I can't, I can only imagine what Giannis is going to finish his career with. The, uh, the other, I just want to mention him. The other uh, active player that was on the list is Chris Paul. And I think it's, I think we both agree as well. Again, all time point guard. Interesting uh, tidbit of information for you. If you'd like to like to know, Uh, Bill Russell joined Kuzi, Mike and Pettit as the only four players who have been named to all four NBA anniversary teams, the 25th, the 35th, the 50th and the 75th. Makes sense. The 70, uh, this says the 25th anniversary team was the only one of the, was, was the only one of the four teams that did not allow the inclusion of active players at the time. Wow. Huh? So, um, That was interesting. So those guys, those four were on every single team. Obviously well-deserved. Uh, there were six international teams. This website broke everything down. There were six international players. Do you have any guess of who they are? Uh, Dirk. Um, you mentioned another one already. Oh, man, Dirk. We just talked about him. Talked about him for like the last five minutes. Fuck. Uh, Giannis, obviously. Yeah. He's from Greece. Yeah. He's from Greece. Um, I'll give I'm you the just, other one. I'm going down the line now. I don't even know. Tim uh, Duncan. He was from the Virgin Islands. Oh, uh, that's Ewan. right. Patrick Ewan from Jamaica. I, I knew Patrick Ewing too. Fuck. Steve Nash from Canada. Right. Dirk from Germany. And Nikim Olajuwon from uh, Nicaragua. Damn. Nigeria, excuse me. Uh, I always knew that tidbit about Patrick Ewing. God damn. I never knew that until I'm reading, reading up on it. Um, now, so we talked about those guys. I mean, everyone else. I mean, the legends, I think, as well. I'm looking at this list. There's unbelievable players. Ray Allen, Kareem, uh, Barkley, Rick Barry, Elgin Baylor, Larry Bird, obviously, uh, Kobe Bryant. Wilt Chamberlain, Bob Cousy, Dave Cowan, Steph Curry, uh, Tim Duncan, Kevin Durant, Julius Irving, uh, KG. You know, there's a lot of guys on this list. I won't go Magic, LeBron, AI, uh, that are well-deserved. But there are also, I think, there were well-deserved players that were left off this list. Is there anyone that you think should have probably made this team with that, that wasn't named to it? Um. Off the top of my head. I've mentioned a couple to you earlier, uh, but I want to introduce I'm trying to I'm talking. trying to think of like my own personal, like if there's anyone that I really oh, man. Maybe like a Vince Carter, maybe I don't know, but I I I, I love Vince Carter, but I don't know. I he's kind of one that pops into my mind. Yeah, I think Vince uh I think Vince kind of was like one of those bubble guys that I probably would go him over uh like a James Harden or Damian Lillard, you know what I mean? Cuz they've kind of like you know, Vince Vince put up numbers. He he was like a staple of the NBA. And I think this would have been a nice add on for the, you know, the dunk contest. He he did so much. He led team. He just couldn't get that championship. Right. And I think I think he was deserving of being on the 76. Uh, another guy that comes to mind is Dwight Howard. I mean, I know he's a shell of himself now, but yeah, that's gonna that be guy argument. was that's going to be an argument for a long time. He was dominant in uh, Orlando. He was arguably one of the best players in the league when he was in Orlando. And he does have a championship, which I think he was a good. He wasn't like a dominating piece, but he was a big piece to that Lakers team when they won the bubble championship. Like, I think that veteran presence kind of, you know, was huge. Uh, He has five all NBA first team selections, eight all stars, three defensive player of the year awards, 
and four all defensive first team selections in an NBA title. Uh, he's 11th in rebounds, uh, 13th in blocks, and 59th in scoring. I, I just think he, I think he was like, I think he's more deserving than those active players that are on the list right now. You know what I mean? I think he was, I think people forget, everyone thinks of how he is when he first went to Lakers, how he was in the last like five years. And he was, uh, he was pretty impressive. Tony Parker is an interesting one. Uh, he's an interesting, like, you know, he has four titles. He was an NBA, uh, NBA finals, uh, MVP three time NBA, uh, all NBA second team and six all-stars. He's 19th in steals, 53rd in scoring and 148th in steals. Sorry. Read that wrong. Uh, 19,000 points and 7,000 assists. I, I think that's uh, he's the only player born uh, in the NBA, born outside the NBA to do that. Uh, I think when you think of the NBA, I think you have to think of Tony Parker, and I think he he's not the best player of all time, but I think he's definitely on that. I think he could. I would put him over some of those guys that made it. I don't know. I think I think the problem with Tony Parker was that he was just so overshadowed by Tim Duncan that. While he was a very good player, I think when you think of those Spurs championship teams and that run of greatness that they had, obviously the first thing you think of is Tim Duncan, and then it's probably Duncan and then Pop, and then you probably get to Parker after that. So I think not. That, I'm not saying he's a he's a bad player by any means, but I do think he kind of gets overshadowed by his coach and uh, Tim Duncan. He definitely gets overshadowed, but my argument against that would be someone's got to get Timmy the ball. It's like he right. No, is, you're right. You're right. I just think if outside looking in, people tend to gloss over Tony Parker as being a huge part of that team as just another piece. I think people see him as a yeah. role player, but that's not the case. Yeah, I I mean when you I mean he beat out he beat out um Tim Duncan for an uh NBA finals MVP. And so didn't Kawhi. Like I think I think um I, I think you're exactly right. I think he gets overshadowed by the playing with those guys, but I, I just think he was better. Like if I, if I had to put him, I don't think he's better than, I think I put him on the list over Damian Lillard and some of those other guys we mentioned at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the show, uh, conversation about this. Cause yeah. I mean, he did it over his career. Dame, I think, like you said, is going to be on this list. I just think it was premature to put some of these guys on that list. Uh, I agree. There's definitely some fringe players that got in and some that didn't get in. Uh, another guy that I had in mind uh, that wasn't mentioned was Pau Gasol. And I mean, I can kind of see it. I think Pau Gasol is, like you said, a completely overshadowed player because he played with Kobe Bryant. Dude, he he's a huge reason how Kobe got that. How Kobe got, honestly got his last two, man, if you really think about it. Yeah, he was. They brought like, him in specifically to get that done. Yeah, I just think he was. He's one of the only Lakers I like. Like, it, like he really is. Like, I like, I like Kobe and Ma uh, Magic, and then Pow. Like, those are the only three I probably am you fans like of. Yeah, I, I guess Shaq. I, that, Shaq's just an anomaly. Shaq's just a funny. I like Shaq and I guess you can add Shaq in there. Yeah, to I guess fair, I Shaq think... also played for like 10 other teams. At one he played for the now. Celtics. I think of his <laughs> Celtics days. Um, I want that's an interesting thing stat that I wonder. Do I look it up now? I don't know. What players played for both the Celtics and the Lakers? There has to be like a short list. Rondo, Shaq. Those are the two I can think of off the top of my head. Those are the two I thought off the top of my head. Rondo, uh, Shaq. Do you want to look? You want to look that up? Yeah, I'll look at it. Uh, so I can. Boost, uh, I can just talk gush over Pau Gasol. Uh, I think, I think, like you said, he was brought in to help Kobe get those two rings. I think he was overshadowed by playing with him, and then by the time he left, there was like he was done, his career was over, he was older, he was you know, the big man was oh, Isaiah of, Thomas is another one. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Isaiah Thomas. Uh, his career was kind of done when he left they they kind of got rid of the big man in the game like the old school big man which what he was he was unbelievable in the pick and roll um 
and he was just a beast, dude. I don't think people remember how big of a beast he was. So I think Pal Gasol, of all the people we talked about, was him and Dwight Howard are probably the most deserving to be on the top 76 players of all time. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So, but it was cool. Like I said, we said, we kind of talked a lot about this, but it was cool to see that 75 team. Um, it's crazy. We'll, when the 100th anniversary comes in 25 years, we'll be a little older. <laughs> interesting to see uh, how many of these players will be on the all our all our, the guys that we looked up to growing up playing basketball uh, will be on this list too. So it'd be kind of cool when you think about it. Uh, looking ahead at the Celtics going forward, uh, what did I say? They have twenty two games left. Two games left. Yeah, they have twenty two games left the regular season. They start up on Thursday against the Nets at in Brooklyn. Um, they are currently in the sixth spot, four and a half out of first, two two games out of third. Where do you project? We'll start with uh, seeding. Where do you think the Celtics team is going to be come the end of the season? I think with 22 games left, kind of, we've seen the momentum kind of shift with this team. They're definitely playing better basketball. Um, two games separates you from the three seed. But if you go two games the other way, you're down into the eight. I can see this team getting to the three seed. Um, I think with the difference only being two games, you don't, we were talking about this. You don't necessarily need other teams' wheels to fall off. You just need them to slip up. So if it's, you know, Philly goes on a four and six stretch or three and seven stretch over their next 10, that's, that's kind of how you gain your ground. I don't need, I don't need a team to go 0 and 22 and just completely tank off the face of the earth. I just need them to lose a couple games that we win. So I, I think we can get to three, get the three realistically. I think we'll be around the four or five or six. Um, I'm pretty confident we'll say out of the play in tournament, but I don't, unless something like drastic happens, I don't think we're going to get one or two. I think it's going to be more of a middle, middle seating. Yeah. I think you need to take it. I think you're right. I think I can see this team in the three or four spot, um, but honestly could be anywhere in there. Uh, there was some website. I think we might've talked about it last week on the podcast. Some site odd site gave the Celtics the highest odds, not just to make it to the NBA finals to win the NBA finals, which is pretty outrageous. Uh, I don't like that that at all. Make us have the worst odds, please. Keep keep sleeping on us, please. Uh, But I think the biggest thing is they got to take care of business here. Uh, They slipped up on their final game where they lost to the Pistons, which is like, can't do that. Going into all-star break, uh, they lost to the Pistons. Um, Yeah, so that that can't happen. They got a couple more games with the Pistons where they better blow them out. Uh, they play the Grizzlies, which is, you know, no sleeper team there. They play the Nets a few times where you got to take kind of biz- take care of business and bury <laughs> that team. Uh, they got the Pacers. You got to take care of business there. The Thunder, you got to win those. You got to win those games that you're supposed to win the Wizards. And then you got a couple games against the top teams in the uh, in the East where they got the Heat, the Bulls and the Bucks all down the stretch. So. I think, like you said, the only reason I say they're going to be in that three, four range is because it's so close. Um, but with that said, I can see this team. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go more than 500. I think they they're proven to be a not like a little over 500 team. So in the final 22 games, I don't think they're going to go 11 and 11. I think they're going to go 15 and Seven. six. 15 and seven? seven, 15 and seven. That was actually going to be my number. I, I, I like, I don't think they're going to go 20 and two. I don't think they're going to go 18 and four. I think 15 and seven is pretty fair. You know, you win twice as many games as you lose. That probably puts you in the middle of the pack. I'm assuming that the heat and the bulls are probably going to either do 15 and seven or maybe like a game or two better. So I don't know if you'll catch them. I can't see them going like 10 and 12 over the next couple games. I can't see them going 10 and 12 over that stretch. And all of a sudden they drop all the way down. And all of a sudden you're the one seed yeah. um, at worst. I think they'll maybe do 14 and 
14 and uh, does it that kind of makes 14 sense, and eight yeah maybe, yes so maybe you gain a game but that's not going to get you the one seed so i, I think 15 to 7 is fair okay what is your what's your guess 15 to 7 oh we can't be the same i do it it just makes too much sense it's 15 and 7 oh this man. is how we manifest it this is how we get our boys across the finish line I know, but who, that, who are both the same? That's boring. We need to have a winner. All right, then change yours. I said my, I put mine in first. I'm not changing mine. I put mine in first. All right, I'll go 14 and 8. Oh, he's taking a win away. He can't take a win away. I, I, do I, think, I don't think they're going to just lose six games. 15 and 7 is just too good of a prediction. That was what came to my head first. Now you're going to make me change it? This is ridiculous. I was content with just us both riding on 15 and 7. It doubles our chances of winning, though, if we have two different answers. That's a good point. Yeah, but not if you lower it. You think this team's only going to lose six games? I think they're going to lose seven games. That's what I'm saying. So I don't want, I don't think they're going to lose six. All right. Remains to be seen. I, have, I'll, I maybe changed mine. This is what I did last time. Hold on. Hold on a second. Dude, I just did it out, and I got 15 and 7. There it is. See? It's too – dude, it's spot on, Gosh, and it makes sense. It. Six Gosh, is too – six almost sounds like too little of a losses, and then eight sounds like too much. Gosh darn it. Dang it. All right. Well, guess we'll just ride it ride it out. I think we got this, uh, dude. And when we, when we, we check it. back at the end of the season and they're 15 and 7 on the dot, we're going we're gonna to feel really good about ourselves. Uh, so I think that's that I I'm hoping that that's right. I hope we're right in that they're in the three seed. We get a nice home game series, very loud, extra loud in the garden. I'm looking forward to a little playoff, but you know what? I can't get every time I get too excited about this team, they, they start falling. So I'm still going to be, I'm going to still kind of keep my guard up with this uh, Celtics team. Uh, moving a little bit to baseball here. We're still locked out. <laughs> We're still in, still in the middle of a lockout. There is uh, well, looks like no help, hope in sight. Danny Football had a little bit of hope because he said there was long meetings today. It was a very long meeting today, but I don't think any nothing's official. But I can only take that as progress. We are recording on Monday, February twenty first. The last day for them to agree upon this and still start on time is one week from today on the 28th. I believe it's the 28th. Mm-hmm. It is. Do you have much faith that we are going to get this done by the 28th? Um, if, if I didn't see that they, are, they were in the midst of a three-hour meeting today, I probably would have said, no, there's no chance. But I do think it seems like they're really trying to grind this out. For all I know, it's not going to happen, and they're just wasting time, but I'm optimistic. I like to think that they're taking this long because they do want to hash this out and get this done as quick as possible without having to push back the start of the season, which I think will be disastrous. Um, so, again, I'm optimistic something's going to get done, but it's the, it's the MLB, man. Like, they are, they are notorious – for just messing things up. Rob Manfred is notorious for messing things up. We'll find out the next time we record if we're going to be uh, having a uh, baseball on time or not. So if I'm, if you're giving me a prediction, we're going to sit down next Monday and we're going to have a deal done. I think, I think we're going to be good to go. I've been uh, pretty consistent on this. I think they're going to get it done. I'm a little nervous now that we're in the, you know, the kind of the home stretch here. We got a week to get this uh, deal done. But I think you're right. I think when it's all said and done, money is on the line and they lost a lot of money in the last couple of years. So money talks, you know, and I think they're going to try to get this done in the next, uh, next week. But if they don't get it done, which is a big possibility now, it will be disastrous for major league baseball. Yeah. Cause it's, it's just, they can't afford to lose any bit of this season, especially, especially off the, you know, back to back, you had COVID, which was completely empty stadiums last year. It was 25% in some stadiums. So, um, 
for most of the year. It, I think it would be huge. I think it would yeah. be huge, huge mistake if they decided to really uh, this is your first chance at a normal opening day man how can you let this slip through your fingers over a cba goddamn yeah so i i hope and like i think we talked about it last week or the week before uh i guarantee once they open it up everyone's gonna sign within the first 48 hours because everyone knows where they're going by now so that, i'm not really worried about that i'm worried about i was always worried about starting on time but i think i think it's gonna be solved so Big Red Zone fans, rest assured, I think they're the they're going to come to some agreement by next week. And if they don't, we'll just bash them on the next episode. Uh, let's move on to our final topic of the night, the people's topic. It's the people's topic, baby! People's topic. Okay, remember, you can write it on our Instagram and Twitter page, at Big Red Zone. Leave us a comment, uh, topic, whatever you want us to talk about. This first one comes from Ellie. She got a hard-hitting question here. Spinach and artichoke dip. Uh, that's a pretty good, pretty good side for your chips, I guess. If we're talking all-time chip sides, that's pretty good. Probably up there with uh, the your classic, ca- yeah, you know, buffalo chicken queso. You know, your classic, you know, dips. So. Yeah, I'd put that top five. I definitely put that in the uh, upper echelon of uh, dips. <laughs> uh, that good question. Great I topic. Like great topic. Oh, this one comes from Jack. This is a good one. I I don't know if you saw this. The KG and Ray Allen reaction. Dude, I just saw that they all took a picture together and they posted it. Really? Where? Yeah, right here. I'll show it. Oh, I, I just saw it. Kendrick right Perkins. There. All right, well, that sucks. There's a glare, but yeah, I just saw it on Instagram. Yeah, so I guess the beef is done. I guess it's over. They finally hashed it out. Yeah, I don't know. Like you know that that the clip did show like KG was ignoring him, but I I don't know. I it's hard to tell. You don't know what's going through his head. KG's a weird dude. Is is an intense dude. So I don't know what he was doing. Uh, but they were all in the picture. They all have a smile on their face, which they could just be, you know put on a smile or but i hope the beef is done i mean i've said on the show many times it's like at some point you got to be adults and move on like ray ray helped us win a championship i'm way over it uh and i'm happy you know i'm happy to move on from that but that was an interesting uh i'm glad you had showed us that because i would have thought that there was still I, I just i actually just saw it and i i to myself i was like oh wow so i guess i guess it's not as deep as it as it once was hmm. Very interesting. Did you see the video I was talking? I was talking. Oh about? yeah, I saw the video. I saw the video. Yeah. I, for the longest time, like all we heard was like the they would have those 08 reunion um, get-togethers, and Ray Allen wouldn't get invited. So yeah, it it seemed like a beef, like to the core. And I'm you know I, I'm glad to see it's over. Am I the biggest fan of what Ray Allen did leaving and going to Miami? No, but I mean. It doesn't change the fact that he completely changed the culture here in Boston by coming yeah. over here and winning a chip. So without him, we don't win that championship. So one million percent, one so. million percent. Uh, this one comes from Vicky. She says football needs to come back. I agree with you. I mean, I think we're going to, I saw some XFL news. I didn't see. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. The XFL is going to, the NFL and the XFL are kind of like partnered up. They're going to like try out, Pretty much, kind of like AAA does some stuff that the MLB is kind of looking at. Um, the XFL is gonna is gonna be like rules, equipment, and uh, some of like something with the officials. I'm not exactly sure what, but they're definitely trialing some stuff with the XFL. I like it. And this one comes from the last one will come from Joseph underscore Celia, and he wrote a not not as long as the last one, but you know. <laughs> And I read this earlier. This is an interesting take. It's uh, not, it goes against the grain of what we've been uh, preaching here on the Big Red Zone. Basketball-related question. He says, rather than add a third star this summer, the C should just add more depth and complementary players, uh, complementary pieces around the Jays. Adding Beal or Lillard to the equation, I feel, would be redundant because 
you then you'd have three ball dominant players and not a ton of playmakers. This doesn't he, happen often. This he, doesn't happen often. Danny football, but I disagree with Joseph underscore Celia. I, I, I get what he's trying to say, but in today's NBA teams with stars, win the game, win the championship. The people with, when you have those stars on the team, win the championship. And I think you need those veteran guys, the veteran pieces to come on the team. And that helps you win championships. So my, my only hesitancy, and I thought he was going to mention it, but he didn't when he said redundancy is that we've seen the Celtics try to add that third guy. And for whatever reason, it just completely blows up the team. They tried it with Kyrie. It didn't work. Kind of tried it with Gordon Hayward. Obviously injuries kind of messed that up. They tried it with Kemba. That didn't work. Maybe he's right. Maybe it's it needs to just be Brown and Tatum and a strong supporting cast. Um, that being said, do I say no to Bradley Beal or Dame Lillard if there's a deal on the table and they can come here? Absolutely not. I'd one I'd I'd love to have them here. Um, but I also don't think the sky is falling if we don't get either of them. Um just because every, every time they try to add that last quote unquote missing piece of the puzzle, it seems to kind of throw everything off. And we saw how far a just a Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown led team can go. They got to the Eastern conference finals on the bubble against the heat arguably should have gotten it done. They took LeBron James to seven games so again, I'm not saying no, if Dame Lillard is on the table, you you need to pull the trigger. But if the dust settles in the off season and there's no Bradley Beal or Dame Lillard walking through that door, I'm okay with depth and just kind of seeing if these two guys can get it done. But here's my problem with that. It's like you said, we took them to the Eastern conference finals and we couldn't get over that hump with just the Jays. What if that's all they can do just alone? Are you happy maybe with- you, you and I'm not going to argue against that. For all I know, maybe that's Tatum and Brown ceiling together as a unit is Eastern Conference Finals, and they can't break through that hump. Right, um, and I, I think that I think they need that third piece to get over the hump. I just I there's only so much Jay, and I mean he has kept Jason Tatum has continued to burst through the ceiling that he's been at. But at some point, he's going to stop getting better, and he's just going to be Jason Tatum. And I think you need that to keep him in the Celtics as well. To keep him in Boston, you need to add another star because if you don't add another star, he's leaving. And I, I, that's number one. Number two, those couple of times that we've added a third star, Kyrie's in, like is I think a separate case because when he was. I, he's just he he just can't do it with any team. He we did, he blew it up in Cleveland, blew it up in Boston, blew it up in Brooklyn. So I think he's just a separate player in that. And Gordon Hayward looked great for a minute and thirty six seconds until he snapped his ankle. Like I think that's why that didn't work out. And you know Kemba, I don't think I think Kemba was like the emergency plan when we lost Kyrie. So like he wasn't your first choice, I think. But he was like, you had to, it was kind of like the situation where you were losing Kyrie, Al Horford, and uh, what's his name? Terry Rozier. So you kind of needed to go get someone. And the only guy that was available because you could do the sign and trade was Kemba. So I wouldn't necessarily say that Boston can't pull off the third star. It's just they've had incredible bad luck with it. That's yeah, be yeah. my argument. I, I think. If they can add that third star, like Bradley Beal or Damian Lillard, or even we were talking about, I don't know if we talked about it on air or off air, Cat. I don't think Cat fits with the team that we got now, but you add Cat. I mean, because it's hard to do that with Cat and Rob Williams on the same team. That's kind of a hard sell, but looking at Bradley Beal and Damian uh, Lillard, I don't, I, I think you got to hope it would be different than that guy snapping his ankle a minute into the his first game in the Celtics and or him being crazy. 
Like, I, I just think it's, I think that's, I think you got to hope, you got to think that that's kind of like a one in a once in a blue moon type situation. And you just got to keep trying to add stars into this team because you don't win, you don't win championships without stars, multiple stars in your team. There's, there's just no way when the playoffs, when you get down to it and you're in a playoff push, you need stars on your team. That's just how, I mean, look at the last 10 NBA champions championships. That's, that's what you need. So I get what you're that, saying. No, I get, definitely. Def, it's definitely a good kind of like debate topic. Like do they, is the third piece is the, is a third head of the snake, the missing piece or kind of like their Achilles heel. But good question, Joseph. Celia. Great question. And great question. Great question. Great, great, and especially he doesn't know. But this was a basketball-dominated uh, podcast. Go. Great probably, basketball. Probably question. listening to it right now, thinking, "Wow, they're they're just hitting it on everything." Yep. Uh, but great questions. Thank you for writing in to those people that wrote in their people's topics. Uh, remember, you can write in each week on Instagram and Twitter at Big Red Zone. Give us a follow. You can also find us on TikTok at Big Red Zone. Uh, for the episodes, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to all our channels and platforms. Great week, Danny Football. Thank you, as always, for joining. Our, and first, we'll... uh, our first post-Super Bowl week. Got through I it. I know. Got through <laughs> it. I know. As I, you know, as we talked about is, you know, we love talking football. And uh, luckily, the basketball season is kind of going into their end of the season push. So uh, it was a good... Uh, We'll be talking a lot of basketball uh, over the next uh, couple weeks, month, couple months, and hopefully some baseball too. Uh, but thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great week, everyone.